welcome everybody to another episode of the Last Ones In Podcast. I am Dryer Archuleta, joined today by Robbie. Hi. And E. Hello. And today we dug into cocaine. Cocaine. The B vitamins. The B vitamins. Uh of this movie we Wolf I feel like Q, Q vitamins is probably the biggest thing of this movie. Well, it was actually B vitamins. They were snorting in there. Oh. A lot of B vitamins. Too many B vitamins. Jonah yep. Hill had to be hospitalized. I can see that. Too many B vitamins. Would have been safer just to use straight up cocaine. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> or powdered sugar. No. No. <laughs> Listen, kids snorted sugar in my elementary school. I know that's a bad idea. Kids like snorted sugar in every <laughs> elementary school. Probably. I think that's what you that do in elementary possible. school. I uh, think that was like I knew kids who got smarties just for that reason. Just like the, I think sh- it was fun dip. the stress of four oh, plus four just like fucking eats away at you, you know? <laughs> well, I just it's one of those things where like it just escalated because like kids would be crushing up smarties and like acting like they're smoking because you can make it kind of puff. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh and then someone told me someone else uh snorted coke snorted <laughs> snorted snorted cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. They were seven. No, it was uh either smarties or fun dip. Uh yeah no, uh, Smarties was the big one. That was like the big one that you you crush them up and you snort them. You'd be like, oh, I'm so cool because I'm addicted to drugs. And then, ah, my lungs are irre- irreversibly <laughs> my lungs damaged. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, what was the other big ones? Uh, eraser and that like doing an eraser on your arm and then putting gum wrapper. What? Yeah, so it, like burns more. Don't know why. Uh, Big Red. Big Red had a thing. Uh, I don't know why, but it was like if you heated up the wrapper for Big Red. Specifically, the gum Big Red. Right. And you, like, put it somewhere, it would burn you because of, like, whatever thing was in <laughs> I the I like gum. you saying Big ha- Red had a thing like that Big Red, like, was actually promoting well, they, were pro- they were promoting it, but whatever <laughs> ingredient they had in their gum, like, if you did a specific thing to it, it would burn your skin. Like, if you just, agitated like, the skin, it would burn it. <laughs> it, yeah. just, it just makes me laugh thinking, like, this was, like, in their commercials and stuff. They, like, just showed a bunch of kids. We have really good cinnamon gum. <laughs> Don't put your wrapper to the skin, though. It'll burn you. No, yeah. no, they're promoting it. So like, they're like, do this shit. Like, just <laughs> have you ever been at recess chewing our cinnamon gum and thinking, this burns? I wonder what else would burn. <laughs> well, now introducing our <laughs> fucked up wrapper. <laughs> they like make one that's flammable so that it would just melt on your fucking skin. Fucking, it may as well, man. <laughs> I know a bunch of kids that got all scarred up from that shit. I don't get Big it. red gum. Don't use it as a condom. I mean, well, yes, d- no gum. <laughs> don't use any gum as a condom. It's just rule of thumb. Roll of gum? Really different, really different term for blowing bubbles. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, Wolf no. of Wall Street. Yeah. Wolf of Wall the Street. The drug movie. K- kind of the drug More movie. drugs in this than actual drug movies, I feel like. We haven't yeah. shown you Scarface yet. No. I don't know if I... I mean, maybe you will. I don't have a, an affinity for it, but maybe Robbie has an affinity for it. Eh. I like that, like, for Jariah... It doesn't matter if it's a classic. It matters if he particularly likes it. Well, here's the thing. I've seen it. So, like, if I bring it to you guys, I want to have something nice to say about the thing. Why? I fucking brought Monster House and I talked about how it's a piece of shit that I just happened to have watched. But you have affinity for it. <laughs> kind of. I still talked about it was a piece of shit. Yeah, well. I, there are a handful of movies that I brought to you that I was just like, yeah, I didn't know what to bring, so I just brought this. I, I like to bring things I enjoy, man. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I try to bring things that I enjoy. Listen, but it's, it could be a classic. But it's you not a classic it to it's me. A classic. It's not a classic to me. 
That's not how classics work. Yes, it does. No, that's it's like a society thing. It's not you particularly deciding. Why does society get to decide what I like? They're not. They're just saying then that why this is, it is a classic, classic Why movie? would I need to show it to you guys Because it's an old movie with high affinity. To who? In society. To who? Society. Rappers? Who's society? I'm not society. Are you fucking Joker over here? Fucking Joker of movies? <laughs> do, you want, do you know how I got these scars? <laughs> Big <laughs> red. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it yeah. all came full circle. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, we watched Wolf of Wall Street today. It is a long movie. It is. It is 179 minutes long. I feel so like that's just... not doing it justice. Just say it's two hours and 59 minutes. <laughs> say it's just shy of being three hours. Just shy. It is rated R for sequences of strong sexual content, graphic nudity, drug use, and language throughout, and for some violence. I'm going to say... This feels like it should be higher than an R. I know above R is just porn, but, like, I feel like we need a new rating, like, with this, like, oh, yeah, you know, Scream, R-rated movie, and then this, where it's just so much more. It tells you why it's restricted. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, To be fair, like, there's actually a lot of Christian propaganda that does agree with you on that, uh, but... Damn it. All right, I changed my mind. (laughs) First fun fact about this movie, it says fuck more often than any other movie. What about the South Park movie? Yep. Yeah. Really? Really. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think with South Park, it says the F-bomb like 300 times. This one says it 500. Wow. Like, um... So they were proven wrong. They they said the joke was that you can only say it so many times and they were wrong. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that's what Scorsese did at this movie. He just stretched out the movie so he can just allow more fucks. <laughs> that's specifically the reason why <laughs> exactly. it's three hours long. <laughs> just, I can't fit enough fucks in a two-hour movie. I need another hour for more fucks. Well, because, um... Rocky was the person who introduced me to that movie, The Departed. Yeah. And uh, after he showed me that movie, he showed me what was known as the effing short version, which is just every single time they say the F-bomb. Yeah. And uh, Is that an hour long still? No, it's about a minute and 30 seconds <laughs> uh, long. That'd be really fun. It's five minutes long for The Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> yeah. That's just a thing people make? Yeah. it's a, You can look Used it up on YouTube. Look up Wolf of Wall Street, the effing short version <laughs> on YouTube, and you'll find like every single time they drop the F-bomb in this movie. I want to make that. I'm going to make... Ed and Eddie's big picture show the effing short version, and there's just silence, and there's nothing there. Ten seconds of silence, the video ends. <laughs> the closest I've seen of something like that is, once again, Christian propaganda. It was for the Christian version of Netflix, basically, the one that, like, bleeps. Pure flicks. Pure flicks, yes, thank mm-hmm. you. They made a thing showing the very first movie to ever cuss, which was... Um, Trained to God. Sc- no. <laughs> Little did you know that was a Christian propaganda film. <laughs> no, <laughs> but uh, the first movie to ever like have a cuss word in it was Gone with the Wind, and it was at the very end. Where he says, "Frankly, there, I don't give a damn." And whenever he says that, like the dad gets shot with a paintball, and then they put in the Wolf of Wall Street, and like a team of people come up and just start shooting the family <laughs> over and over again with paintballs, like <laughs> basically saying that every single time they say "fuck" in this movie, it's equivalent to getting hit with the strengthened ball of paint. Apparently, Man, I fucking got hit by one paintball and I quit when I played paintball. Paintball's so fun, though. It's not. It's painful, but it's fun. You get hit by fun. a fucking paintball. I think that we need to have a group building seminar with <laughs> group us, building. Three, <laughs> us three so we can go and hit each other with paintballs. I think it has to happen now. It's been brought up more than once. It has been brought up more than once. <laughs> that is a true statement. Yeah, that's why there's going to be cocaine there, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> Nothing could possibly go bad with three guys hooked, or not hooked on cocaine, high on cocaine. Immediately, just, this is us now. Through the this vein. what we do. <laughs> Hook to the machine. 
yeah, so if you want to watch Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> you can do that at Paramount Plus if you're subscribed. Uh, YouTube Premium, which means that you, it goes to another thing. MGM Plus, which I didn't even know was a thing. It doesn't surprise me at this point. Amazon Prime, YouTube TV with premium subscription, uh, Philo premium subscription, Voodoo for three ninety nine, Google Play for three ninety nine, and Redbox for three ninety nine. Philo, it's kind of like Tubi. Actually, it's exactly more like obscure. Tubi. Yeah, yeah, more obscure. <laughs> I think they have like a subscription thing of like live TV. Yeah, you can get live TV with them. It's one of those, one of those guys. Ooh. You know, yeah. much like Hulu or YouTube. But they're live TV. Yeah, but at least those two exist. Like, those are real. I don't know if I believe Philo's actually real. <laughs> yeah, it's what you, uh, make, what's that breakfast thing you make when you put egg in it? It's the dough. Philo what? dough. I guess Philo. Like a play on words. But I couldn't like, remember the thing. Pillsbury? So. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, Pillsbury pancakes? and Philo are... No, it's, it's, it's Philo, 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 right? Philo dough. That's a, that's a thing. I'm not crazy. Be Philo. Philo, Philo, Philo. That's Philo dough. That's what it is. What? Yeah, it's it's dough. It's like a. Why do you feel the dough? Because it feels so good. Um, <laughs> it's just like you bake with it, man. You like put egg in and shit. I don't know. I'm not a baker. <laughs> Why is this like the most defining <laughs> thing about it that it uses egg? Yeah, we're from eggs to this whole big conversation. <laughs> just like <laughs> that's the only notable thing about phyllo dough is you can use it with egg. Well, no, you like put scrambled eggs in it or something. I don't know. I don't know. Ask Liz about it afterwards. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> Liz knows all about this supposedly made up dough it's where you real, add egg to it's it. Real dough. I didn't make up dough. Add egg. That's the only thing you're allowed to put in it. Egg. I didn't make up dough. This is bullshit. <laughs> it's a Christian propaganda of dough. It's the pure flicks of dough. <laughs> Fucking hell. Hey, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Uh, Robbie, you've seen it? I have. It's been a while. I think I was still living in Utah the last time I saw this movie. It's probably been about three or four years since I'd seen it last. E, you'd never seen it? No, I saw one scene of it, though. Really? When? I don't know. Like, which scene? I told you that the guy snorts cocaine off of the... Oh, oh so you've seen the first 30 seconds of the movie? Yeah. Okay. I bet my dad was watching it. And I saw that and then left. And went, nope, yep, and walked out. Sounds... And then went to watch Ed and Eddie, probably, <laughs> at the age of, like, 16. It came out in 2013? I, I'm not disclosing my age. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well. Totally maybe 16 years old, 10 years ago. Somewhere between 10 and 20. <laughs> uh, before we give our uh, initial thoughts and opinions on it, I'm going to go ahead and read the back of the box here. Sex, money, power, drugs. Brace yourself for an outrageous true story from legendary filmmaker Martin Scorsese that critics are calling a masterpiece for a new generation. Leonardo DiCaprio delivers the best performance of his career as a young stockbroker hungry for fame and glory in New York City where corruption is king, and more is never enough. His name was Jordan Belfort, but soon the world would know him by a different name, the Wolf of Wall Street. Together, Scorsese and DiCaprio deliver a story of American excess that is an absolute blast from start to finish. And like a million asterisks under that? Asterisk, not a blast, not starting. This movie never finishes. Oh, uh, hey, it shows you who they're from. That's fun. Oh, okay. San Francisco. Chronicle gave that up, the last one, the last part. Uh, so yeah, they actually they make a system for that. It's you put the line and the name under the quote that you're using. 
Yeah, but this is like a real. It's a lot. There's a lot of words on this back of the box. <laughs> we got so did words. they just like get a whole bunch of like snippets from what other people had said, and like made it the synopsis of this movie? There's a lot of that in there. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Uh, there's a quote from Boston Herald, uh, USA Today, San Francisco Chronicle. Yeah. Um. Actually, so only tangentially related. I feel like this is a question you might know, Drya. Sure. So it's based off a book. Are you allowed to use the book reviews and put that on the back of the movie box? If you were to disclose that they're a review of the book. Like in like tiny text, you can probably do that though. If you hadn't if there was a review quote on there and you put an asterisk next to it, and then at the bottom of the box you put an asterisk saying where that quote is from, yeah, you could do it. Okay, I'm you I'll le- just keep this in mind. Legally you can't do that. You legally could do that. Uh there's anything that it didn't disclose on the back of the box that this movie is about. It's about legal loopholes. <laughs> yeah, so this is based on a book by Jordan Belfort. It was about his life. Uh, and then the screenplay was written by uh, Terrence Winter. So and Martin, Scors- Martin Scorsese put his name on it all. Directed it. Directed yeah. the thing, yeah. Uh, it's mostly accurate. It takes some things and, like, Take some liberties. Takes a few liberties, but for the most part, it's actually very accurate. He was a total shitbag. I don't think the movie shies away from that at all. Uh, I don't think he shies away from that at all. No, no. You even see Jordan Belfort uh, himself at the very end of this movie, actually. The oh, real, really? A real human being, yeah. But we'll get to that. <laughs> real human being. He's a real... He's a real you, uh, stretching, I think. Not even that. a demon. Uh, but let's get into some thoughts here. E, since you're the one who had never Hello. seen this before, hi. Uh, how are you doing? I'm sitting. Oh, good. Oh, since you've never seen this before, uh, what are your thoughts on this movie? Uh, mind-blowing thing. No one's ever heard me say this. This movie's too long. Too short. Totally agree. <laughs> yeah. God, we were halfway through this movie, and I thought we were almost done. No, no, no. Only halfway. Yeah. Um, Crazy thing is there's a 12-hour director's cut. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't think there is. <laughs> Maybe if I don't you read think. The, the Yeah, that's called the book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, though, it's one of those things where I think the movie's too long, but there's not really, like, a much you can cut, because it just is his life. Yeah. Right. It's all things that were important to what happened to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, that doesn't matter to me, not him. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I was pretty tapped out at, like, two hours, and just kind of was watching, but... I don't know how much I really <laughs> kept in my brain. Okay. I just, I just got very exhausted watching this movie. It's an exhausting movie. Yeah. It has a breakneck speed, honestly. Um, This movie's very, very funny. I will never tell you that. And, you know, people who listen to this podcast might be kind of surprised I find this movie funny because it's super <laughs> fucking, like, sexual and... It's extremely sexual. Uh, yeah. Druggual. <laughs> I want to see that on the back of rating box. <laughs> Drugual, <laughs> sexual, language yule. <laughs> yule. Uh, <laughs> partridge in a pear tree. Uh, but yeah, it it was, it's so weird, because like, I don't think I'm going to really like, think about this movie a ton, but I do think it's like, worth a watch. Um, I have biases against it. Uh, <laughs> this is a, th- this guy uh, is one of those people that in all my capitalism classes, they, like, fucking love this guy. They fucking jerk him off everywhere. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because huh. he does the, 
American dream, according to the fucking assholes in Wall Street. Yeah, he broke all the laws. Yeah. Every one of them, I'm every, pretty sure. Every single law. <laughs> um, So, like, you know, as someone with a moral compass, I don't particularly like him. No, he's but, a total prick. Yeah. It's one of those things, like, the movie doesn't act like he's really in the right ever, which is fine. Like, you can you can write books and movies about shitty people, and that's fine. Like, I'm not going to blame the movie that there are people who idolize this guy because uh, fuck those people. Um, I didn't like my capitalism classes, if it's not apparent. <laughs> they are, it's, I think even before you've ever talk, talked about them, I think it would be very clear to people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, fun movie. Uh, characters are good. I'm going to say I was not expecting Jonah Hill to be, like, one of my favorite actors in this movie. Right? I don't particularly care for Jonah Hill. He's not, like, a bad actor or anything, but, like, you know, he's stoner comedy. Yeah. So, like, I was really surprised by him in this. He's great. Yeah. Genuinely great. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio is Leonardo DiCaprio. He should have won his Oscar for this, quite honestly. I think he's great in this. You know, there's too much drugs in this movie. You're not allowed to win if you do bad. I'm pretty sure Scarface won something, actually. (laughs) Yeah, but that's a classic. Okay. Well, <laughs> you walked into that one. <laughs> I think Dry is more perplexed that he won it for The Revenant instead of for this movie. I am, because he didn't do a lot for that movie. He suffered as a human being, but yeah, like, like as an actor. I don't know. Whatever. It's where it became like that whole big thing, because like, he didn't technically suffer for this movie. I think the most that he did method actor-wise is, so that way he didn't have to actually do drugs. He talked to people who like have actually done quaaludes in their life and like, done cocaine and like how he's supposed to act while on these different substances he spoke to jordan belfort quite directly quite often about all of it yeah also you know he fucking snorted whatever the shit they gave him and that sent jonah hill to the hospital b vitamin yeah yeah a lot of it (laughs) yeah the b72 bombers yep uh yeah no like i i enjoyed this much much more than i expected okay i'll be honest i didn't expect that because i thought the sexuality would turn you away so I'm gonna quickly. say it's so over the top it feels like a parody of sex it really is way yeah over like the top. um because like well I I still want to fucking watch people have sex that <laughs> happens in this movie quite a bit but like, it's so gross in a lot of ways like it's so like like you're not, not supposed to feel good about it yeah like it does it doesn't feel like oh look at these fucking hot ass people going at it it's like uh this guy's a gross huh yeah, this guy is a gross. He is one gross. He's a gross of egg, a whole 144. Put that in your filo. What? <laughs> An egg of gross, put it in your filo flower. Okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, I do have a question. Like, what? You said that all of your like economy professors and whatever like jerked this guy off. Yeah. Like, how? Like, how? Just saying, like, man, he really did it. Like, saying, like, he what he did was, like, amazing and, like, Aspiring to be them blah, and like, blah, blah. generally they see this guy as a positive influence. Okay, well that tells you a lot about those people. <laughs> I <Yeah>. mean, <laughs> I feel like you're really underestimating how shitty some people are, Dre. Like, the people in this movie, like the actual people, didn't like think, "Oh man, this guy sucks," but you know, might as well. Like, no, they they do it because they think they are in the right, or if not, not inherently in the right, but like. That, he's awesome. That's what yeah. they should do. Yeah. Like, it's in the church of money, he's the pastor kind of thing. Yeah. And people want to get their money, so they worship him. Yeah. It's kind of how it goes. And that's, it, it makes sense that that's what it'd be like an economy kind of thing. Like, hey, you want to make money? Do what this guy did, even though all of it was super fucking illegal. 
Yeah. Like, they'll never obviously tell you to do illegal stuff, but they'll show, like, people like this. Uh, they talked a lot about the guy... I forget his name, but, like, the guy who shorted the banks during the 07 crisis. Oh, yeah. They talk very favorably about him as well. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Those classes are like, hey, making fuck tons of money is cool, isn't it? And me being like, no... Is doesn't doesn't vibe with those classes. <laughs> like, what do you mean you don't want to make money? It's like, well, like I like money enough to like live and stuff, but like I don't want to take it from people. I don't want money. I want security. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of my deal. Well, it's That's one of those difference. like, there's nothing wrong with making money, but if it causes a bunch of human suffering, then it's probably not worth it. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, okay, more positive than I expected. Yeah. Robbie. What are your thoughts on this after having seen it one or two or how yeah, many times? Is your second viewing? It's my second viewing of it, yeah. Okay. Uh, I liked it the first time that I watched it. I liked it this time, too. Like, all the actors, I think, do a fantastic job playing debaucherous people throughout the entire movie. Like, you're not supposed to cheer for these people, even though because people are the way that they are, they still will cheer, cheer for these people. Poor Cher, you know, yeah. in this movie, apparently. <laughs> I can't think of one Cher song. Do you believe in life after life? Oh, do you believe? <laughs> Was not expecting that. The can in my hand literally vibrated. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this, you're lucky there's no glass in this room. And you're just like, <laughs> yep. But um, I think they all did a good job. It's crazy to think that, like, I'm sure it's not like 100% accurate, but the thing that's like based off of a real person and some of these things he actually did, and like some people live this kind of lifestyle is. A crazy thought because, like E said, this movie feels almost like a parody of what the American dream, quote unquote, is supposed to be. Um, it is like way over the top, but very purposefully, and like it kind of paints this picture that not other movies have really done quite as well as this one has done. I I feel like every other movie I've seen related to the stock market is basically about the financial crashes rather than uh before, <laughs> right. And this one does deal with with a financial crisis, but it's like a blip of yeah. everything else that follows it. It's it's literally just the thing that boosts him into going into being making his total own, fucking shit yeah. show. Yeah, exactly. And it does kind of sh- mm. it's in a weird way. It kind of paints a picture of like how he was like a semi decent guy that just wanted to be well off, and how it turned him into this monster who was just like chasing money over everything else. Yeah. Kind of gave up everything about himself uh, just for more and more money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it It's very interesting how it does that. I was going to say cool, but <laughs> I feel cool like... Cool from a movie perspective. Yeah, from a movie perspective, but right. like as a person, just a horrible, horrible human being. It, it does like paint this picture of almost like, you know, an okay person to this monster to having to deal with the consequences later on without going too much into the details of this movie. All in all, I'd say it's definitely, it's a good experience as a movie, but it is a lot to take in, because like I said, it goes at a breakneck speed, and it's still a long movie. Yeah. I I agree that it is very, very good. I think that... If you are actually going to ironically tell me that they need more scenes in this movie... No, 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 no. (laughs) I think having uh, Scorsese direct it is great, because... A thing that people don't really see with Scorsese is that all of his movies are about, like, man, doing this thing is real dumb. Like, hey, being a gangster is real dumb. Like, being a this fucking shit show is, like, real dumb. Like, all of his movies are about, like, 
This look is a how, bad idea. Look how stupid it is to do these things. And then everybody always takes his movies like, it's so awesome to do these things because he like directs it very well. What, yeah. are, what are his others? Uh, I think another good example of something like this would be Goodfellas. Yeah. Because like Goodfellas, that entire thing is like, this is why it's a bad idea to be part of the mafia. And people watched that movie and went, look how cool the mafia is. I'm so. going to say the only thing I know about Goodfellas is that the Animaniacs have the good feathers as the parody of them. <laughs> <laughs> Which they're actually a closer parody to The Godfather than yeah. they are the Goodfellas. I, I, I've been told about that. I think Dry's looking it up. He's looking up some movies. I'm going to... <sighs> are there any I know? Yes, we've watched a Scorsese film yeah. very, very recently. Yeah. Uh, the Departed is another good example of that. Is that the one we watched? We did, yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah. His direct... The movies he's directed, and this is going to be very funny. Uh, we're going to start at the very beginning. There's a lot of them because he's very old. <laughs> that is fair. 80. Yeah, something I like that. I think he actually has something like that, like 87 or something. Vesuvius 6. What's a nice girl like you doing in a place like this? It's not just you, Murray. New York City. <laughs> That's the whole title. Melting point, yeah. <laughs> it's not just you, Murray. <laughs> Who's that knocking at my door? The Big Shave. The Honeymoon Killers. Street Scenes. Boxcar Bertha. Mean Streets, Italian-American, as one word, it's one word, uh, Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, huge one, huge movie, Taxi Driver, mm-hmm. launched his career into stardom, New York, New York, The Last Waltz, American Boy, a profile of Stephen Prince, Raging Bull, also huge, yeah. fucking gigantic fucking of boxing a bull. movie, <laughs> The King of Comedy, After Hours, uh, one episode of a show called Amazing Stories, <laughs> The Color of Money, Michael Jackson's Bad, The Last Temptation of Christ. Huge fucking movie again. Yeah. Giant fucking movie. I'm thinking of Passion of the Christ. Also a huge movie, but not him. Uh, Robbie Robertson, Somewhere That's Down you. the Crazy... I didn't know you had a short movie based on you, Robbie. <laughs> hey, can, can, can we not talk about it right now? He <laughs> didn't pay me for that one. Uh, New York Stories. Goodfellas. Badfellas. Made in Milan. Cape Fear, also fucking yep, huge. Yep, Simpsons loves that one. King of Ads, King The of Age ass. of Innocence. One episode of Century of Cinema, which I think is probably, I don't know, that's weird. Uh, Michael Jackson, Video's Greatest Hits. High Story, but hit, or His Story. Casino. Another huge movie. A huge movie. Pachinko. Kundun. <laughs> My Voyage to Italy. Bringing Out the Dead. The Concert for New York City. Gangs of New York, fucking huge, gigantic yep. fucking movie. That's a long title. <laughs> uh, one episode of a show called The Blues. <laughs> Michael Michael Jackson, number ones. Okay, I'm gonna say all the Michael Jackson stuff are probably just him getting credited because he did Thriller and or a uh, Bad, and they just keep it. No, bad. he he directed the movie. Oh yeah, big Michael Jackson fan apparently. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Who was Lady it? by the Sea, The Statue of Liberty, The Aviator, a big movie in its own right. Yeah. One episode of American Masters. <laughs> sure. The Departed, <laughs> The Key to Reserva, Shine a Light, Shutter Island. Another uh, big movie. Has a big cult following now. Blue de Chanel, a commercial for Chanel. Uh, Letter to Aaliyah. One episode of Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> Public speaking. George Harrison, living in the material world. 
Harrison George. Hugo, which I fucking hate that movie. But also everybody loved <laughs> but, it. Yeah, I was going to say, still a big movie, though. Is that the football player? No. No, oh. no definitely not. It's about a little kid in a train station. It's boring as hell. <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street. But we just watched. <laughs> Street of Dreams, which is a short. The King of Comedy deleted and extended scenes. The 50-year argument. Four episodes of something called Arena. Oh, that shit, he must have liked that one. <laughs> 591 episodes, started in 1975. Jesus. Nice. Weird. Uh, The Audition, which is a short film, it looks like. One episode of a show called Vinyl on HBO. Silence. Rolling Thunder Review. The Irishman, which is three and a half hours long and feels like nine. Seven episodes of something called Pretend It's a City on Netflix. <laughs> and I never then even heard of that his one. His most recent project that has come out, because he's working on another movie right now, but his most recent project that came out is Personality Crisis, One Night Only, which I don't... It's like a stage play. It's something on Showtime. Follow artist David Johansson, Luminous, set at Cafe Carlisle from January 2020. Concert that is wonderfully infant. Okay, this is some dude's concert. Which I guess to sum up that list, it almost feels like does like a huge movie, does whatever the fuck he wants for a couple years, does another huge movie, and then just keeps on doing whatever the hell he wants. I don't think wants. he chooses that, though. I would bet he does. Yeah. A lot of directors work that way. They they work on like a one for you, one for me system. Like, hey, like I'll do your big stupid fucking movie that I don't give a shit about, but you got to give me something I want to actually do now. Like, you got to let me do a thing I like. And that happens to a lot of actors, too. Like, if you see like a high-profile actor playing in like this really weird movie that's kind of out of their comfort zone. It seems like, why would they want to do a movie like this? Chances are they didn't want to do that movie. It's that way they could do another movie that they really wanted to do. Yeah. There's a lot of negotiating with studios. Really dumb. Anyways, after Scorsese's discography. (laughs) But uh, talking about the discography kind of also reminded me that for the longest time, like uh, Robert De Niro was Martin Scorsese's like golden child. Like he's like, I'm going to make you a big actor. And like he started playing in all these high profile movies with Robert De Niro in it and made him the household name that he is, and then after he was done with Robert De Niro, decided, I'm going to do this again, but with Leonardo DiCaprio. Pretty much, yeah. And no one's heard of that guy, so you know how that turned <laughs> and out. And no one's yeah. heard of him since. <laughs> yeah, no. If you have any information on the whereabouts of Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio, please message us at the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, yeah, him and DiCaprio did a whole lot of great movies together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I really like this movie. I think, again, Scorsese is the perfect director for something like this. But let's get into the bones of what this movie is. There's going to be a lot of yada, 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 because this movie's three pretty, hours long. Three hours it's long. pretty straightforward and, in yeah. what it's doing, but because it's telling the life of somebody, there's a lot of things that happen that like were important to his development, but aren't exactly important to saying what this yeah. movie's about. Yeah, because like the, the overall arch of the movie is pretty simple, but the character itself is a rather complicated character. It's a slice of life, if you will. If it's a beach episode, no. <laughs> <laughs> they go to the beach a lot. Actually, yeah, there's a lot. Well, yeah, yeah the dog, a lot yeah. of beach, a lot of yachts. But yeah, Jordan Belfort, for those who do not know, uh, was a very young person when he decided to start breaking all the laws. Twenty four. Yes. And he went to New York City to just kind of be an investing, what are they called, bonds? Stockbroker. Stockbroker, yeah, bondsman. That's a different thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's the guy in uh, those movies, Austin Power parodies, right? Yep, that's the one. (laughs) (laughs) There's parodies of Austin Powers? No. Yeah, they're called James Bond. 
<laughs> oh, I never heard of them? the 007 movies? No, not until now. Yeah, there's like weird parodies of uh, Austin Powers. It's really huh. weird. Parodies was the verb that Austin Powers <laughs> was doing. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so he goes there to do that. And while he's there, he learns that everybody doing the job sort of sucks ass and is drunk or high all the fucking time. Yeah. Because how else are you going to do this shitty ass job? And essentially steal from people for the most part. Everybody is, in the movie basically admits like, yeah, you, you take people's money, but what else are you going to do? Yeah, you short them. Yeah. Yep, so common that there's a word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, because uh, Matthew McConaughey's in this movie very, very briefly, but it gives like this huge speech early on in the film about basically what you guys just said. Just like, just short everybody, get money for yourself, fuck, what they, fuck whatever their investment is, you make your money. Yeah. And so he takes that to heart. And within 15 minutes of being introduced to this character, actually within 30 seconds of being introduced to this character, you are very well aware that he's a piece of shit. I mean, his first thing is like, as a someone born under in the middle class and all this yada yada, you know, I didn't have a dollar to my name. Yeah. It's like, no, you were middle class. You had a safety net then. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but... He winds up in, what is it, 1987, I believe yeah, it was? Yeah, there was yeah. a, uh, I guess a stock collapse. Yeah, like the, the NASDAQ dropped 500 one, points. Yeah, yeah. And so he loses his job the first day of him trading, actually. I think <laughs> it said within a month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or his first har- his first bad day was the worst day, rather. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, where he lost his job as a stockbroker and goes back home to his wife and like starts talking about, maybe I'll just be like, uh, a bellboy for a little while, work my way up to like upper management and like get just a decent, good paying job. And she's like, No, you said that you're going to be a millionaire. You said you want to be a stockbroker. Let's find you a stockbroker way, job. I don't think I would trust anyone who's like, I'm going to be a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would be like, Yeah, you're, I want to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> and so he is looking through the paper one day and his wife's like, Yeah, no, you're a stockbroker. Go and do this. Go broke stocks. Go broke those stocks. <laughs> And he goes to this strip mall where there's dudes just selling penny stocks. And he's like, how does this even work? What's, is this legal? Like, uh, kind of, yeah, basically, more or less. And so he excels at that because... Yeah, he's what, a stockbroker. He's a well, stockbroker. The biggest thing about that is whenever he was working on Wall Street, he said that he was getting a 1% commission. So, you know, you sell some guy $10,000 worth of stocks, you make $1,000. Cool. And then he finds out with penny stocks that it's a not a one percent commission; it's a fifty percent commission. Yeah. So if so, you sell ten thousand, you get five thousand. Yeah. Big difference. So his first sale, he gets someone to buy four thousands of worth of sh- a shitty penny stock. Yeah. Shit stock. Yeah. That's gonna go nowhere and just leave the guy broke. And he worked at with blue chip stocks, which is the highest stocks possible. Yeah, the safest bet ultimately. Yeah. yeah. And. So he was used to these very high-pressure things, and he knows he's a salesman. He is a good salesman. At the end of the day, he's a great salesman, even though he's a piece of shit. And so he's able to just... Yeah, like those are related. They are yeah. very related. And so he's able to sell sell this stock, and everybody there is extremely impressed. Like, how uh, first first call, how did you fucking get this giant-ass sale? Like, we're all struggling over here. And he's like, oh, and they all just worship him immediately, which I get it. They're all there because they want to make tons of money, and he knows how to do it. Yeah. They find a guy, he knows how to make tons of money off of this, so they start following him because they also want to make tons of money. Yeah, winds up writing a script for everybody even, the whole thing. Well, that's once he starts his business. Yeah, Yeah. because 
you know, sells penny stocks for a while, ends up renting out an old auto shop. So yeah, that way cause... he could use that as a way to make his own business. Yeah, because a great scene happens where, like, his neighbor sees him and, like, hey, that's a pretty cool car and, like, yada, yada. And he's like, yeah, you know, I do pretty well. And he's like, oh, yeah, how much you make? Uh, 70K a month. And he's like, what? Show me a pay stub. If you show me a pay stub of you making 70K, I'll quit my job right now and work for you. Yeah. He's like, okay. He pulls out his briefcase, shows it to him. Next shot. Hey, is Bubba there? Yeah, hey, how you doing? I quit. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jonah Hill, yeah. obviously. Play, uh, that character is played by Jonah Hill, uh, DiCaprio's best friend. Fucking so good. He nails it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel bad for Jonah Hill in this, Why? in a way. Not really in a bad, I guess. But he took a huge pay cut to be in this movie. Oh, yeah, he, like actual he Jonah really Hill. wanted yeah. to be in a Scorsese film. Yeah, That's and he fair. saw this as like his way of getting into it. And so yeah, it took a huge pay cut so he could be in this movie. And I mean, Scorsese he clearly had some faith in him, giving him like the second biggest role. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he took the SAG minimum, which SAG minimum depends on like how popular you are and what your normal pay rate is. I think, but his SAG minimum was sixty thousand, which is a lot of money still, a lot yeah. of money. But for where he was in his career, that's quite a pay cut. This yeah, is him essentially working a minimum wage job. That's probably like a tenth of what he would get paid on a stoner comedy. Yeah, probably. For sure. Yeah. Um, so this is like a big deal. Like, he, he kind of bet a lot on this. I mean... It worked out for him. It worked out great. He did great in it. And I say bet a lot. Bet a lot for a rich person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the point. Like, that's brought up in the movie, too, like... Uh, there's a point where his wife says, don't you feel bad, like, shorting all these, like, poor people who are just going to be financially devastated? And he's like, ah, what are you going to do? And she's like, why don't you do the rich people who can bounce back from it? Yeah. Because, like, that's that's the trick about economics. They don't like talking about uh, the rich people can just try as many times as you like. Yeah, until something hits for them because they just have as many tries as they want. Yeah. I think my favorite metaphor was that... Economy is kind of like the uh, dart game at the carnival where, like, the rich people can afford as many darts as they want and they can try and try until they get done, until they get it. Whereas, like, the middle class people, they can try a couple times and some of them will hit the target. And the lower class people are the ones working there. (laughs) Yeah. That's yeah, a good way to put it. It's a pretty good way to put it, actually. It's a depressing way to put it, and now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's his movie, though. Like, yeah, it absolutely it, is. Yeah, kind of. It, well, he even says something fucked up about it, too. It's just like, well, you're like, shorting all these people who can't really afford it, like plumbers and construction workers and stuff. It's like, yeah, but smart people aren't going to buy penny stocks, you know, and so I have to sell it to dumb people so we can make money off of it. Yeah. Like, well, why don't you just, like, sell to rich people then? He's like, because they wouldn't do it. They, they don't have to. So why would they? And then that's what gives him the bright idea. Like, okay, start my own company. I need to figure out a way to sell penny stocks to rich people. Stockbrokers are the scum of the earth, by the way. If yeah. you haven't gathered. Yep, yep, yep. Which, it, it is a pretty ingenious plan, though. It's like, he's just going to add penny stocks to this blue stock and, like, make it seem like it's good. Like, like, hey, I'll sell you some Disney stock. And also, there's this upstarting company that's starting out. They're making this, this, yeah. this, and this. And, like, it seems, like, really, really promising. We'll add it on to your Disney stock for yay amount of money and so like you know they yeah. sell a thousand dollars worth of disney stock and make a dollar and then they sell them you know a thousand dollars worth of this crap share and yeah. make five hundred dollars and you sell them a boom. loaf of bread and then hint at hey what if you buy a uh, margarine yeah yeah basically basically upsell in a weird way yeah because <laughs> you're selling them garbage uh which he kind of 
whenever he's t- teaching it to the people who are working for him, he does it with the whole sell me this pen thing. Yeah. Yes. And like creating the urgency of just like, hey, I need you to write your name down. It's like, well, I have a pen. It's like, all right, buy this pen. Yeah. It's flying the man, yada, yada. Yeah. yeah. That whole thing. Very popular uh, fuck, scene. I, my capitalism classes, that's the fucking, they fucking love that shit, you know? Fucking so I, still, I still remember one of the funniest things in one of those classes is like they were like talking about job interviews and stuff and they had me as an example and so I they went up and they're like now imagine E is trying to get a job obviously he wouldn't dress like this because <laughs> <laughs> like for okay, those who you. don't know I wear t-shirt and shorts like everywhere no matter what yeah um so like, they had me sit up there and they're like ah you they had him go up there and then like they made me sit there for a bit and they're like ah we don't need you and then left uh i noticed there was a quarter on the ground so i picked it up as i was leaving (laughs) and uh (laughs) that was the (laughs) that was supposed to be the lesson i wasn't supposed to notice there was a quarter on the ground i wasn't supposed to pick it up Uh um but i did it double wrong i saw it when i went up i thought it was part of the lesson so i didn't pick it up as i was going back i was like okay this is just someone dropped a quarter so then i picked it up and then they had like they had to like switch around how they were talking about it to bring it up because like the the thing was apparently this was an actual thing someone did where like they hired people who picked up the quarter huh. so like it didn't work very well because I didn't do it in the proper way so just, you like bombed the interview but picked up the quarter yeah nice uh it was just funny and like I remember because that was the one where I had two professors and he was like well, I owe you a quarter. I didn't think anyone would actually pick it up. <laughs> it was just so funny. Like I, I not I did it in a way that is both both ways wrong. Yeah, and it was just so good. Like, and they even asked me why I didn't pick it up. I was like, oh, I thought it was part of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was part of the thing. Like, well, you didn't say anything about it. Yeah. I wasn't supposed to say anything about it. I like how in real life you also break everything. Just everything just broken from <laughs> just acting normally how you normally would. Oh man, uh, watch our streams if you want to know what Dry's talking about. <laughs> no, it it was just it's so funny to me because like that's the thing about a lot of those capitalism classes they break down when someone doesn't want to participate the way they want it to. Right? Because like there's a there's a joke a lot of people talk about where like. If someone talks about how they dislike capitalism, a bunch of like super like stock bros and like people who like super fucking love capitalism will go up to you and just explain how capitalism works. <laughs> because they cannot fathom the fact that you might just have a fundamental issue with the system. Yeah. They're like, well, if you don't like it, you just must not understand how the system works. Like, yeah. What if I understand how the system works and I think the system's fucked? They're like, no, no. You see, like, if you make all the money, you can be at the top. And it's like, yeah, I think that's fundamentally flawed. Yeah, and they're like, no, you, but like, if you have money, and it's like, yeah, no, yeah, that's the issue. <laughs> yeah, the money's the part that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, uh, I watching this movie brought up so many of my thoughts Economics about classes. <laughs> yeah, they're so weird. I remember one of the professors talked about like how he would ask someone with a hijab to take off their hijab. Why would he ask that? Uh, no hats in class. Huh. Well, I don't like that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that professor. So, then that person just left the class. Uh, no one actually had a hijab. Um, oh, he just like if that it was, was just an example. Yeah, he used a racially charged example. Yeah, uh, huh. he told you. He told us specifically if we email him with a question, he'll just fail us on the assignment. What? Yeah, I didn't like that professor. Sounds like a total fucking prick. Uh, he was. 
Hey, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I doubt he is. Hey, but you know what? If he somehow he's like, I'm a fucking movie snob. I love Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> if he's listening to this and can identify me, someone who sat in the back of the class and, and just hardly passed. said anything, I didn't. I didn't participate very hard. I don't even want to identify. <laughs> I just want to know your dick. <laughs> you know what? Fair. <laughs> uh, Through the ethos, your dick. Yeah. Yeah. Put oh it man. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about all the economic talk from my classes. I went to college. I had to talk. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's more on subject for this movie yeah, than yeah. the flour and egg conversation we had earlier was. <laughs> All right. So if you have 10 eggs. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. Uh, so, yeah. The, like, all the inciting incidents go off. He, like, starts setting up his own broker stuff, and he's, like, tr- selling people penny stocks. His wife's like, why don't you sell it to rich people? He's like, huh. Yeah. So, uh, so he finds then a way to, to sell it to rich people. Bundle it in. Uh, get a montage of him building up this giant company. Yeah, what is it? Stock Lion Industries? Stanford? Stanford's the... Statlin. Staten. Staten? Staten? Staten. Because it's in Staten Island, I think? I think maybe. Douche Incorporated. The logo's a lion. Lionsgate. Uh, but, like, it's about him setting it up, and it's, like, this thing from going from the fucking shitty rinky-dink garage into this big, big uh, office thing. Yeah, where he had a stage in his main office building, which is true. He actually had a stage where he would go and do speeches, like, every fucking day, apparently. Seems yeah. awful. Stratton Oakmont. Stratton Oakmont. Okay. Which no longer exists. Good. Right. For, is that- yeah, for reasons like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> for reasons. For reasons. <laughs> who uh, knows? Who could Who could have guessed? <laughs> could you imagine... I was about to say, could you imagine if it did exist and this movie came out? That's part of this movie is that <laughs> no publicity is bad publicity because they get he gets a hit article written on him. Yeah, and it fucking bo- everyone was yeah. applying to his place immediately after. It's yeah. basically a hit article from Forbes, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, and being like, hey, like this place is such a fucking dude, bro, douchey place. They just do drugs and party all the time. Not even that. He was like talking about how like the owner's a scumbag who shorts people like a, of of like a bad Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And everybody is applying. Everybody yeah. wants to be a part of it. Everyone wants to get rich. Yeah. And so inundated with applications and doesn't know what to do. People come out of his ears. Mm. He couldn't hire him fast enough. Yeah, it's really gross. I I I don't think he appreciated having all that in his ears after people came in it, but. <laughs> Man, I would. That's, I mean, that's, that's not even probably, that far off. Pr- yeah, that's just probably his life. There's so so much of this movie is doing drugs and fucking hookers. So much. Yeah. Of most of this movie, most of this movie is that. It, it is a montage of drugs yeah. and hookers. But um, he basically has this in group where it's him, Jonah Hill, uh, his Chinese friend, his buff friend, a guy with a ha- uh, <laughs> I almost said a hangover. They all have hangovers. Uh, <laughs> comb over. No, it's not a coma. It's just it's, straight it's up it's a bad toupee. toupee. Toupee, yeah. And uh, his other friend that doesn't really have any... He doesn't have much about him, I guess? Uh, no, but he has a, he's part of a very extremely popular podcast about true crime in oh, real really? life. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Uh, last podcast on the left. Good I actually him. listened to it. I, I just well, know because it because it shows up, up our, when I looked up ours. <laughs> yeah, if you look up our podcast, like theirs pops up before ours. <laughs> I would bet, yeah, last is... They were like one of the first podcasts like ever. Honestly. Yeah, uh, anyway. Yeah. They're fun. Uh, so, yeah, that's happening. Uh, his marriage is fumbling and crumbling down because uh, he sees a model from Europe 
and is infatuated with her. She's Margot Robbie. Yeah. (laughs) It's Margot Robbie, but uh, it's, she's called the Duchess because of the fact that she's part Dutch, but she's a New Yorker. Yeah. Yeah. And this was Margot Robbie's big standout role. Like, this is what got her famous. You know, that's probably for a person that you keep saying her name. Uh, Harley Quinn. She plays the live action Harley Quinn. Oh, okay. I haven't seen any of the live action stuff with Harley Quinn in it. Oh, well, that, she plays that person. Okay. Uh, she's Australian. Not really important. Not even Dutch? Not even That's Dutch. That's fucked up. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else was accurate but her. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he kind of drops his wife uh, immediately he, after cheating on her multiple, multiple times. With hookers. Um, not even with hookers, with the Duchess, too. Well, yeah. Well, a bunch of hookers and then the Duchess. <laughs> yeah. Well, also hookers. Well, still also hookers, yeah. <laughs> Hookers um, never stop. Yes. Yeah. Hookers so, are a constant. His wife files for a divorce, and he uses his opportunity to marry the Duchess face. Three right. days later. Yeah. Like, three days later, moves her in, and then it marries her almost immediately. Goes on this huge extravagant extravagant honeymoon, and then uh, 18, cut, cuts to 18 months later, and they're yeah. fucking miserable already, basically. Damn, I it's like it he's not that, a good person. It's yeah. like that. It was funny how they did that, though, because it shows, like, 18 months later, and he's, like, talking about how he has a perfect life, and he wakes up to his wife, like, sp- or splashing water in his face, and, like, like, who's Venice? And they get into this huge argument, and then, like, after the argument's done where they're screaming at each other to the point where, like, a blood vessel's popping in their eyes, it's like, so, yeah, my life's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it is a funny scene. Uh, also, a great scene of uh, showing Venice and a candle um, being in his ass, and then a bunch of wax being onto his back which is hilarious in my yeah. opinion but anyway I mean I don't <laughs> that's just actual BDSM yeah but it's funny how like the, how his voice is and what he says is funny oh, it's just uh, a funny scene to me BDSM I don't know <laughs> <laughs> actually it was if bad BDSM because she wasn't respecting the, the safe word yeah it's a yeah. sign of a bad dominatrix D- disrespectful yet apparently he was remembering her in his dreams since he was uttering her name whenever well, he's only he's so high and drunk, you know. Yeah, that's also fair. Uh, so yeah, he is way high, literally and metaphorically. Oh, he's, he's just on quaaludes all the time. Yeah, just always on quaaludes or ludes. Yes, what they call them. Uh, after seeing this movie in theaters for the first time, he googled quaaludes immediately and just it's such a weird. I didn't know about it until I animated a thing for Schnee where uh, there's a line which is zoning out like a popped a quaalude. And uh, I didn't know what that meant, so I just kind of drew like a Zen state. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I assumed it was I a dog. I guess you're not yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he informed me what it was after. I was like, oh, okay. I wouldn't. I would. I still wouldn't have changed what I drew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fine. <laughs> like all of that animation's like metaphorical, so it's yeah. not like it would have made any more sense for him <laughs> to just actually pop a quaalude. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. He, his company is going great. He's spending money. Left and right, fat, he's spending money. He has more money than he can spend. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, has all these meetings and stuff like that. It puts his dad in charge of uh, finance, safety, safety finances kind of thing. His dad's Mad Max. <laughs> yes. It's the so enforcer. weird they call him that. I yeah. guess I haven't seen Mad Max, but I feel like that's not really. No, that, no, it has nothing to do <laughs> I don't think that. Mad Max is about a madman named Max. No, Mad Max 1 is just about what if Australia but apocalypse. Yeah. Actually, they're Australia. all about that. No, it's like specifically Australia. Yeah, yeah. no, but like just Australia. Australia. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what's funny about the first Mad Max is like, man, this apocalypse is happening, but it's just Australia and that because they had no budget. <laughs> it's great. Anyway, so 
all the money in the world, all the drugs in the world. He's at the top of his game, and then he learns that he is being investigated by the SCC, okay. and then the FBI. Yeah. yeah. SCC doesn't give a shit. They don't give a shit. They can be paid. Yeah. Uh, just, they come in every month, basically, and sit in a cold room, and then look at paperwork, and then leave. Yeah, and then they... Did he say that they make it, or they purposely make it so to where, like, they don't, they... Oh, that's what I'm looking for. They kill like him. They, <laughs> yeah, they kill him with the cold. Um, yeah, they turn off the AC. Well, no, turn they turn on, the, yeah, sorry, on yeah, turn the AC. And, uh, but, like, it's, uh, they choose what paperwork for them to look at, so it, it makes it seem like everything's above board for them, yeah. and they really don't care because yeah. they're getting paid to sit in a colder room and look at documents all day long. Yeah, yeah but... but uh, Talks yeah, the, about how he does like all these really big things uh, with the stock market and how most of it's illegal, anyways. But like, I mean, yeah, he's super, like, not even because like the penny stock thing, that's fucked up, but isn't inherently illegal. Yes, right. Um, he's actually just committing fel- stock felonies by like having more shares than you're legally allowed to have. Yeah, right. And, and then putting it in other people's names. Uh, market manipulation is what they yeah, usually yeah. call it. But and uh, uh, the thing where you like force the uh, market to respond to a certain thing by pushing a specific thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he does that with, for a very specific brand that he owns 85% of. Yeah. Yeah. So his friend, or his Jonah Hill. Jonah, yeah, his Jonah Hill. <laughs> his Jonah Hill. <laughs> uh, friend from high school or whatever uh, ends up owning a very, very popular shoe brand and running on it and everything like that. And they want to take the brand public now and he's invested like 87% or whatever yeah. into this company which would make it to where you're not allowed to sh- No, you're not allowed stocks. more than 50. Yeah, you like you're part of that company and can't do stock trading. If that's Yeah, the also case. that would be insider trading. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um so that's just totally fucked. And the thing that he does is he gets his company to just push that stock like crazy. Just fucking get it out yeah, there. Yeah, I think he said it started at 15 cents and went up to $8. Yeah, which is fucking insane. Especially when you consider, did they say they sold like 22 million shares to a bit or three something? Hours. In three hours. In three hours. Yeah. So, absolute fuck ton of money that he made super illegally. Now, FBI is involved and yep. uh, basically is looking into his company. Yeah. So, he's like, okay, how do I get the FBI off my back? I need to go to another country. Well, first, his dad's I need like, to put my money hey. in another country. <laughs> is that just like, hey, don't fucking talk to the FBI. Don't do shit. He invites them on his boat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and tries to bribe them. Yeah. Without specifically bribing them, yeah. yeah. He talks. He talks about the F, to the FBI agent, like saying, "Like, oh, yeah, how do you get home?" And he's like, "Yeah, I fucking ride a train with my sweaty ass balls." Yeah, and he's like, "Wow, this is just it's crazy." Because, like, I mean, I could get anybody to make half a six hundred million dollars a year. I'll do that for anybody if I had to. If I, I want anybody wants it, I'll give it to them. I'll I'll let them have six hundred million dollars. It's not even a big deal to me. I don't even care. Yeah. But we should say specifically, he doesn't give any price point because that would make it. Yeah, he says bribery. that he yeah. says that he um took someone underneath their wing that made like six hundred thousand dollars in a day. Yeah, it's like yeah, I I do that for anybody. It's like, are you bribing me? He's like, oh, well, I, I, I just I, like, I didn't he's give like you, you, want, you want to repeat that for me. Yeah, <laughs> and then like the other cop is like right behind him. He's like. Ah, you fuckers! Really Get the good. fuck off my boat. Yeah, it's a really good scene, actually. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, then he needs a Swiss bank account. Yeah, so he goes over there, investigates what it actually takes to have a Swiss bank account and what the laws are and everything like that. Turns out that his wife's aunt is Swiss or European. Yeah, no, she's, she's European. Just European. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be a lot easier to say that the money is hers because he's said like, 
he asks him like, well, as long as uh, they don't, or you don't break a Swiss crime, they can't ask anything about your your Swiss money. Yes. Basically, and he's like, cool. He's like, what about stock fraud? And he's like, well, that is a crime here, but if the money's not in your name, then we can't really report it on you, can we? And so that's yeah. when he gets his British aunt to hold on to his money for him, and since she really loves her niece, and says like, hey, you need to take care of my niece for me, and I'll do this for you. Yeah, and then like, tries to fuck the aunt also. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny because like in his mind, he's like, is, is is she hitting on me? And like. So he hits on her back, and then it goes into her brain. And is is he hitting on me? Yeah, <laughs> it's a really good scene. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of those. It's it's really interesting because they don't do like the inside his mind a ton. No, but they do it a couple times, and they're both really good. Yeah, yeah. Really it, good. with the Swiss bank, he's doing that too, where he's like, "You fucking Swiss, you know what I'm fucking looking for." And then it goes to the other guy. He's like. I know what you fucking want to want, you American jackass. Yeah, <laughs> really good. Um, so yeah, ends up manipulating everybody in his life to get money to that Swiss bank account, essentially. Right. Yeah, and uh, also Swiss, his yeah, one, his, or his Jonah Hill also wants this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say his uh, friend, the one that actually didn't go into the uh, stockbroking stuff. Uh, his wife is Swiss. Yeah. And she has a family that's Swiss. That's how it works usually. Yes. <laughs> uh so like he offers to take it and Jonah Hill's a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> and ruins that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the simplest way to put it. Just completely ruins that. Just yeah. by being a complete fucking jackass. And basically yeah. like he, hey, really, I, he really Walter Whites it up there, you know. He really does Walter <laughs> yeah. White it up actually. <laughs> I he's doing the rich prick thing of just like hey i got enough money i can own you and your entire family so do what i fucking tell you yeah kind of attitude over everything and acts like he's above the person who's trying to hide his money for him yeah and he's and he's uh john bernthal he's like fuck you stupid yeah. bitch like, listen i'm trying to do you a favor stop being an asshole kind yeah. of thing and he just continues to be an asshole to the point that john Berth- what is it? What is it? This movie? Max. Well, no, in the movie. Oh, I don't know his name. Max. Movie, Why did it open up Discord? Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> you just check it. Hey, anyone on Discord, do you guys know what the guy's name? They'll write me back eventually. <laughs> the, the Spanish guy in... in... It's not even Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even popping up on the Google. That's fucked up. The Google? <laughs> the on the Google. Google. How old are you? Well, yes. Take the year. Ask the Twitter. <laughs> At Twitter. everyone. Because <laughs> you can definitely just at everybody on Twitter. Man. Who knows how Elon Musk fucks everything up every day. Oh, it's man. okay, I'll get the blue check mark. Everyone will see it. And then everyone will instantly that... block you. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> exactly. of fucking rich assholes, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. He uh investigated by the FBI because all the Swiss stuff. Investigated so fucking hard, in fact, that he ends up just basically running away yeah, from yeah. the FBI. Yeah. Because they say you can't leave the country, so he just immediately goes to Italy, wasn't it? Yep. On his yacht. On goes his yacht. To Italy on his yacht that he named after his wife. Uh, his with, second wife. His second wife. <laughs> yeah. With his Jonah Hill and <laughs> Jonah Hill's cousin wife. And while they're there, the uh, the aunt ends up dying. Of a heart attack. Of a heart attack. Yeah. Which uh, At the age of 35. And also, the guy who was helping hide the money also died of a heart attack. At yeah. the age of thirty-five. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he's like, "All right, well, gotta gotta get to Swiss. Yeah, gotta, gotta get, get to, to Switzerland. Switzerland. <laughs> Switzerland. 
Yeah, because he says that uh, he was named as the successor for her money or whatever he said it was exactly. But mm-hmm. basically, like, it's going to be going to him and like in a kind of legal fashion of like, oh, this wasn't his money, but now it is his money kind of thing. So yeah. in order to get his twenty million back, he has to get to Switzerland so he can sign the documents and everything. He's like, no, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just take the yacht to Maco, Mar- Marco, Marco, Marco Poco. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Mococo, Kokomo. Acapulco? It's like Mococo, something like that. So anyways, he takes his yacht to moon and <laughs> then, like, oh, it, 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 it's like, this scene is one that I actually really like too, just because it just like, like, oh, we're going to have some rough waters if we go on the yacht there. It's like, yeah, we need to get to, to Great Britain so that we are to the UK so that we can go to my aunt's funeral. It's like, no, 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 here's the thing. Like, n- nobody loves your aunt more than I do, but she's already dead, so she can wait. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's going to be dead no matter what. <laughs> it's like, hey, we, we can deal with rough waters. It's fine. It's fine, right? Yeah, it's fine. Let's go. Let's go to Marco. Or Marco Polo. Marco Polo. <laughs> go to. <laughs> and then it turns out like it's like this perfect storm that they're going through on this however like many millions of dollars. High waves. Yeah. Just getting fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, end and up then, wrecking that boat. Boat yeah. just gets completely fucked. Yeah. yeah, they get rescued by Italian ship though. Yeah, well, get, an Italian helicopter. Yeah, rescued by yeah. an Italian helicopter. He calls up a ship to pick them up, and then the ship ends up crashing into the ocean, saying like, "Oh, this must have been fake." No, it I was guess. a plane and it exploded because yeah. a seagull went in the tur yeah. the turbine. Yeah, the turbine. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, turbine. Yeah. So he's like, "This was a sign from God. Clearly, <laughs> time for me to change my life." And he does, for the most part. He's still a I piece mean, of shit. I'm going to yeah. say, he changes his life by going sober, but he's still a stockbroker. He's still a stockbroker, and like <laughs> he basically, basically does like, hey, I I made lots and lots of money, and I can teach you how to make lots yeah. and lots of money if you call my 1-800 number. So yeah. he, he like went from like shitty stockbroker to shitty stockbroker, but also shitty life coach. Yeah. He went from chaotic evil to neutral evil. No, I think he went farther past chaotic evil, because again, <laughs> he's still making the money from the stockbroking stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, while he's filming this infomercial, ends up getting arrested by the FBI, <laughs> and FBI is like, hey, like, you are completely fucked. This is a runaway case for us. There's literally no way we could yeah, lose this. He has like one... Uh, account of attempt of fraud, forty nine actual fraud. Yeah, like it's it's the same number and like embezzlement of ten million dollars. Yeah, just insane. That's just fucking... what they could find, though. Yeah, and so it's like, hey, like make a deal. We're gonna have you wear a wire, and you're gonna agree to this, or fuck you. And he's like, okay, I guess I'll do it. After going through this insane fucking thing with his current wife. Yeah. Uh, to where she's like, hey, I want a divorce. This is the last time you're ever gonna fuck me. Just just a fucking oh. Oh, painful scene. Um, yeah. Ends up going and finding his hidden stash that he had hidden in it. It was sewn into his couch. Cushions takes that, does all the cocaine, and then goes to kidnaps s- his daughter. Yeah, just kidnaps his daughter and tries to run away. Crashes the fucking car because he did all the fucking cocaine, and ends up losing everything basically. Yeah. Uh, well, cause- other than his. Nice house, his money, well, obviously. Yeah, cool cars. Yeah, that's also one of the biggest points in this that I think is very, very funny and also just too real is he goes through all of this and he ends up going to rat on all of his friends and stuff like that. But while he's wearing a wire, he's talking to his Jonah Hill and he has a note. <laughs> he has a note and it's like, hey, wearing a wire, don't incriminate yourself. And so they just have a normal conversation. And then later on, the FBI goes through the trash because the FBI fucking does that because people do this all the time <laughs> and find the note in there. It's like, you're getting arrested. And so ends up going through all of that. 
gets arrested, fucking just snitches on everybody about everything. Yeah. Every single person he could possibly get. Uh, ends up getting uh, four years. I three, think, three. Three. 36 months. I think in real life he only ended up serving 22 months or something like that. Fucking hell. Uh, and he's like, I w- I'm not going to lie to you, I was scared. Uh, but here's the thing I forgot. I'm rich. And... <laughs> Goes to like this cushy white collar prison where you just gotta play tennis and hang out all day. And the sad he's thing fucking is, fucking shit at tennis, by the way. He's fucking shit at <laughs> tennis. <laughs> he tries to serve and immediately hits the net. And then the other person serves and also immediately hits the net <laughs> <laughs> because it's prison tennis. I'm gonna guess it was just like <laughs> they didn't give much direction, so they were just had to like try to do whatever the hell was Classic happening. Classic Scorsese. Doesn't give a lot of direction, actually. Let's his actors kind of do a lot. <laughs> and then the captor's like, fuck, this is one thing I didn't prepare for. I, like, learned how to play the keyboard because I was really like, oh, there's probably going to be a keyboard scene. I didn't think about tennis. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, actually. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Gets arrested, serves the time there, gets out, uh, and just becomes what he is in real life now. A life coach. A life coach. And just trying to... Do the thing he's always done, which is sell bullshit to people. And listen, if anyone needs to hear it, if there's someone who says they know the magic way to make millions of dollars, they're lying to you. Because if they did, they wouldn't share it. Yeah. That's how it works. If they had this magical secret that's just so easy, all you got to do is read this 170-page book and you know the secret to making all the money, why would they tell you? Because they want all the money themselves. Why would they let you have more money? Yeah. They're not your friend. So, uh... (laughs) costs like billions and billions of dollars of people getting fucked over by him and you know just ruined countless lives uh and is now scot-free yeah scot-free scot-free it's more money now maybe probably not 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 nah, more nah, nah, money nah. no but, but he's well off okay there's a point where money doesn't matter though and he's been at that point i'm pretty right. sure yeah yeah absolutely uh the person who introduces belfort at the end of that conference He's like, and Belfort. That's that's the actual Belfort. Yeah, fuck him. Yep. Uh, he had a fucking role in this. He was there for the whole thing to help them through making of this movie. He made tons of money. I mean, he made a book. Apparently, did well enough that they made a movie did off of it. Extremely well. Number one bestseller. Yeah. Yeah. Number one bestseller. Then they made a movie off of it. Movie won Academy Awards. Yep. So, and I'm pretty sure he got a cut of that because the movie is about him. Oh, so, sure he's on the screenplay. Good yeah. cut. Yeah. He's fine. The lesson of the story is you're just an asshole. You get all the money still. The lesson of the story is rich people don't get any punishments. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Whenever the fine for your punishment is just some money, then and you're rich enough, there's no punishment. Yeah. It's actually something, weirdly enough, was a Final Fantasy quote, is if the... All right. If the punishment for a crime... Yeah. If the punishment for a crime is a fine, then the only real criminals are poor people. Yeah, it's true though. Yeah, it's absolutely I mean, true. there's all of that, and like, there's so much to get, like uh, the the very well known McDonald's hot coffee case. Yeah, uh, McDonald's was told to pay like I think it was something like twenty one million dollars in damages. That was one day of selling coffee. Yeah, it was two million dollars worth of damages, and it wasn't even one day of them selling coffee. It was one day of that store in particular selling coffee. Yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. Totally fucked. That's what it is. That's the economy. Yeah. That's America. None of it got fixed. Uh, it's still all broken. Still broken? Uh, arguably, in some cases, worse than it was back then. 
Much worse than it was because now there's rules set in place to where the rich just keep making money. Yeah. So that's great. And if they fuck up somewhere, they get bailed out. Yeah. If you're rich enough, that's the secret is you just get to keep being rich. Once you make it a certain part, it will hurt other people who have more money so they won't let you lose money. It's so fucked. Yeah. (laughs) It's so fucked. I agree. So yeah, that's the movie. Uh, Final thoughts and scores here. E, let's go with you. Hello. Like I said, I did enjoy this a lot more than I expected. It's so over the top that it doesn't bug me a lot of the stuff that usually bugs me in these movies. Right. And just like it's it's extremely funny. The actors do phenomenal in all their roles. And it makes you hate this fucking stockbroker, which is good. You know, I think if a movie does that, it's doing something right. He's not the hero. No, no. As much as some people might mistake that. Right. I, man, it's not the movie's fault, but I feel so bad how many people would watch this movie and be like, oh, that guy's fucking awesome. Yeah, I I bet I know at least one, honestly. Fucking annoying. <laughs> <sighs> but, uh, all that said, movie's so fucking long. It's long. I'm so tired after watching it. <laughs> I Fair. played... <laughs> I played and beat a four-hour game before coming to the podcast and then watched this, and this was so much more draining. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, you know, it wasn't, like, in a bad way. I think, me personally, if, like, I got to watch this in, like, two cuts, like, actually where we stopped it, we, like, stopped it, and then I came back tomorrow, I probably wouldn't be as, like, oh, man, I'm so tired. Right. But um, it is what it is. I can't imagine sitting in a theater for this movie. It was fine. I don't. I don't you struggle don't, with that. You though. watched the extended Lord of the Ring in theaters the other yeah, day. Yeah, literally yeah. a few days ago, I went and watched that. So it's great. It was a great time. <laughs> I was supposed to be invited to that, but it actually isn't Dry's fault why I didn't go. It's, it's because yeah. I work vampire shifts. Yeah, this one wasn't my fault. This wasn't mine. Yeah. So <laughs> this uh, time it was this, not his fault. Time. <laughs> oh man. You know what the thing that actually felt really long when because we went and saw that. Non sequitur. But we, uh, me and Carlos went and saw that, and the thing that felt so long in that movie for me was they made us watch twenty minutes of IGN playing a D and D oh Jesus thing based off of Lord of the Rings, and That's it awful. was so corny and cringy because they had people like acting in it and everything, and like it's just lame. Like play D and D. That's fine. Have your fun things. Do your monologues. Have your fun with it. But don't have actors come in and then act out the fights for you. Like, it's just lame, man. Man, the Adventure Zone kind of irreparably did damage to a lot of stuff, honestly. It's just so Not dumb. Not to blame the McElroys or whatever they're called. Right. The McElroys. <laughs> the McDonald's. The Mickey D's. Uh, yeah, it's just fucking lame. Like, don't do that. It doesn't add production value. It just makes it lamer. Or... Do it 100%. Like, don't yeah. have the D&D part. Just, like, make a yeah, recreation. Just, yeah, just do that then. Which, yeah. if it's based on Lord of the Rings, though, that doesn't work very well. Yeah, it was that felt like five hours, and it was, like, 15 or 20 minutes. I would have just went to the bathroom and never came back. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was great, though. Great in theaters. Man, so yeah. fun. Good. Um, anyway. Yeah, for a rating, uh, a seven. Okay. okay. More positive than I thought, quite honestly. Now a six, just because you doubt me. Less positive than I thought. <laughs> a five. More positive? <laughs> Two. Another detention. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Seven. Seven. Robbie, what about you? So, I like this movie. It does, it almost has that Joker effect, like what E was talking about, about how 
I want to call him Belfast for some reason. I know that's not his name. Belmont. <laughs> Simon Belmont. <laughs> uh, Jason. No? Jordan, Jordan Belfort. Belfort. Yeah, Jordan <laughs> Belfort is not a good person. This movie's not supposed to make him seem like a good person, but because people like to worship money, they'll look at him like he's such a cool guy. So it has almost that Joker effect or that Tyler Durton effect of like somebody you're not supposed to look up to, you look up to sometimes because they just happen to be charismatic. Even though the reason why he got to the point where he's at is because he's charismatic and it shows the evil behind all of that. But almost meant to be a cautionary tale. Not everyone's going to see that, but some people will. It It's a double-edged sword when it comes to storytelling. Uh, but I feel like they did a really good job. And because people look up to him even though they shouldn't is a sign that they did a good job telling the story. Um, I do agree with E. This movie is long. Uh, I don't know what I would cut because it shows, like, you know, the character building of this character even though most of it is just you know did a bunch of quaaludes fucked a bunch of hookers <laughs> stole people's money and then repeat the process over and over again but that was the dude's life so it's telling his story and they did a good job with it in a ways that were like super super funny in some ways too like that scene where they did the lemons and like it had that delayed effect on them and him like trying to drive his car <laughs> God, I, the, so good. yeah that whole was- scene i was laughing my ass off the first time that i watched yeah. it and then there's a bunch of jokes because this movie's so damn long. There's jokes that I forgot about that made me laugh again whenever I watched it this time around. Yes. And so, to someone who hasn't like seen the movie, I just like them hearing that scene where they do lemons. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to know what I'm talking about, watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, the lemon scene is super, super funny. Like, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of down to earth and like very dramatic scenes and some that are kind of like hard to watch because it's like, holy shit, I can't believe that happened. Kind of moments in this movie. There's a lot of really, really funny moments in this too, but just because of how ridiculous all of it is, For it's sure. so over the top, but in such a really good way. Yeah. Um. All in all, like I said, like most of the things I'll complain about this movie are just like small, little, minor details about it. So all in all, I, I'd say it's like eight and a half out of ten. This is it's all in all a very, very solid movie as long as you know what you're getting into when you're watching it. Yeah. All in all, that's your thoughts. All in all. So some and some. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, eight point five from Robbie. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, I think this movie is really really fun. It's super entertaining. Honestly, I think it does a great job of depicting the negatives of what happens if you let greed get a hold of you. Honestly, yeah. Because so many people do deal with that of like just trying to chase. Like I just needed this this new other promotion, right? I just need to get this other job, right? I just need to do this and this and like. People are always chasing that thing. It's going to like, well, once I get this thing, I'm happy now. But like, it doesn't doesn't work that way. Yeah. Uh, you got to work on yourself before you're able to get to the thing that to actually be happy. The things around you are never going to be the things that that make you happy if you can't live with yourself. Right. And the thing about this is so clearly Jordan Belfort could never and probably still to this day, honestly, because it doesn't seem like he's changed man, uh, probably still struggles with just living with who he is as a person. Yeah. Which that might have been why he did so many damn drugs in his lifetime is because he had a hard time living with who he was as a person. Yeah. Like, you don't get to go around and do all these awful things to all these awful people, not awful people, to all these people, and just not have it affect you on your conscience unless you're a broken person. And I think, I don't think that he thinks he did nothing wrong, quite honestly. I think he knows exactly who he was doing, and he did the drugs, and he fucked all the hookers, and ruined the everything and ruined and... all the marriages because he couldn't live with what he was doing. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a good person. He's a terrible no. person still. Knowing that you're a terrible person doesn't make you a good person. No, and like, it's, it's a thing that a lot of terrible people do too where like a lot of the 
first half of the movie, he's talking about like how he does so much good, how he like gives so much money to random charities and shit, and like, yeah. like he even specifically says having a lot of money makes you a good person because you do that shit. When like, it doesn't. No, absolutely, in fact, it does not. The opposite. He's a terrible person because he has all that money. Yeah. He even says it in ways that he tries to justify it, just like, it's like, uh, I don't really care that I took money from these people. I spend it better than they do. Right, yeah, exactly. Unusually shit, like Ferraris. Yeah. <laughs> but there's that, or like how he talks about, like, hey, like, this person didn't have two dimes to rub together before I met them, and now, you know, they're a multimillionaire. You train, or you stole money from other people and then trained other people to steal money within the same way to give yourself more money and then afterwards you fucked them over too yeah kind of thing so not only does he fuck people over throughout the entire movie the people he trained to fuck other over people fuck uh, over other people <laughs> also fucked them over yeah whole chain of fucking over yep uh, a lot no, of fucks in this movie too like we've said so many fucks uh, not a good person and I think it does a really good job of showcasing that he's not a good person again I think you're totally right there's gonna be some people who come away with this the Tyler Durden effect of like man look how cool this person is and I think if anybody comes away from this movie and you know that person, I think Function. that says a lot about whether or not you should be hanging out with that person, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I do enjoy this movie. I think it's incredibly funny and entertaining. I would also give it an 8.5, Robbie. All right. Yeah. I don't think it's perfect or like the best movie right. ever, but it's enjoyable for sure. And like I said, there, there's a lot of things you can nitpick. Like it's too long. They cuss too much for whatever reasons or like this scene's kind of too many dumb drugs. or kind of weird. Uh, this reason or that reason. Like, there's things to nitpick about this movie, but all in all, it's a fun ride to be a part of. Yeah, this goes on the list of things you shouldn't see before you're 16. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? do irreparable damage. Yeah, like this, uh, Clockwork Orange, <laughs> uh, like Apocalypse Now, like stuff like that, you know? Right. Like, don't watch before you're 16. This is going to fuck you up. Um, Saying that I've watched Clockwork Orange and Apocalypse Now before 16, so that explains a lot about me. Anyway, uh, yeah. Cool. More positives than I thought it would be on the E front. Dry so assumes I hate every movie. I do. I, I go into every movie now assuming you're going to hate it. <laughs> to be fair, we've established that you're not too keen on like movies that have an excessive amount of sex. This might have the yeah. most sex out of any movie we've ever showed you. Mm, I, think I think Scary so. Movie has more. Nope. No. This That is just sexual throughout, but like this has way more sex. In I guess. But yeah. All right. Well, E, if people want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We have a link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-Y-P. Which, 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 which gets you <laughs> access <laughs> to all our social media, uh, all the podcast stuff you can listen to us, and our Twitch stream. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, when this goes up, Dry is hopefully finishing Lost in Random. Hopefully, just one more Lost in Random stream. And Saturdays, Dry is still also playing video games. Yeah, it's just I'm everywhere. I'm on all the sticks. Mm-hmm. Uh, when this goes up, I will be having been started playing uh, Hellblade: Senua Sacrifice. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, it's it's already I have no clue what the, you guys explained this to me like three times. I still don't know what this game. I is. I think you're going to be bored by the gameplay, but interested by the everything else. We'll see. We'll see. You're just gonna like look over to me, and I'm just sleeping on you on the <laughs> chair. Man, you might look over to me, and I might be sleeping on the chair. <laughs> Not the it, game's fault, it, my life's fault. <laughs> it's gonna be weird if I'm the only one awake during a stream for once. <laughs> we just wanted to switch it I, up, you know. <laughs> I think Twitch. Well, okay, if one person's awake, uh, Twitch won't care. But Twitch does have rules; you can't be sleeping on stream. What? I thought they had sleep streams. Do you have to mark they, it as a sleep stream? 
technically they do. Like it's a whole big weird thing. You're not. Is it a technically sex thing? asleep? Yeah. Is it like a sex thing? No. Well, for some people. <laughs> yeah. Some cases it might be. <laughs> like ASMR, some people see it as that. Yes. Oh, um, but they, totally they've had thing, they've though. had somewhere where like someone had like a streamathon, to where like you know you get so many subscribers it'll up the counter of how long you have to be there and like so you have to sleep eventually so if you have a streamathon that goes on for two weeks kind of thing like you have to have breaks in between to where like apparently there's still people chatting up but like they have like little games you can play and like there's music playing in the background blah 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 blah, blah. basically if you're very popular you're allowed to get away with it yeah. but if you're not you don't what we were just talking about is if you're popular and rich you can get away yeah, with shit kind of just applies for everything great yep <laughs> all right well uh thank you everybody for listening thank you e yeah. Thank you, Robbie. Mm-hmm. Again, thank you everybody out there for listening. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Always always nice to know that there's people who listen to us on a weekly basis, which just freaks me out still. Uh, it's freaky. Send us your but death we're thank- <laughs> Don't. No? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's freaky, but we're thankful at the same time. Absolutely. Just keep us in check, you know? We, we can never be too safe. <laughs> I don't like this version of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just taking an account from this movie, you know? Oh, okay, Got to think about it. All right. Well, we're looking for a third host if you want to start. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't watched a whole lot of movies. We'd be, be glad to show you that. Uh, Robbie, Yo. get us out of here. So, if you're out and about, don't be a Belford. Be kind to your fellow man. <laughs> but also, whether this is the very first time you've listened to us or you've been with us since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Yeah. Yes, thank you so much. We'll talk to you guys again very soon. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.